0: 95. The Morning Majlis. Talking the stories that are shaping headlines. This is, this is Pulse is 95.
1: 95. One subject that we love talking about here on The Morning Majlis is the subject of travel. And we do a lot of that here on The Morning Majlis, especially me and Abdul Karim. And mm-hmm. uh, on this occasion, I would like to say to Abdul Karim, Oh, wow.
0: That's a that's a new phrase that I've just come across. That okay. <laughs> that means welcome
1: back in Croatia. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Cuz you were just in Croatia right I now. I was. Yes. How was it.
0: Oh, my days. Uh, I I'm very amazed and uh, really impressed by the country uh, mm-hmm. I'd say I mean uh, the only phrase that I learned over there one of the only phrases was dobro došli," which was uh, welcome they uh, say a
1: lot of dobro in the beginning yes. all the words are probably all sentences they start
0: with dobro I have a feeling that it means good dobro
1: utro or something like good morning exactly, something like that yeah, yeah. and
0: do, do, dobrodan means you know good day or right. you know hello yeah. in croatian uh, but to be honest I mean it's it's a beautiful country it is uh, a Jewel of the Adriatic Sea and a Dalmatian coast. So, you know, 101 Dalmatians. We all know about that, right? Mm -hmm. Nena Cruella de Bell and 101 Dalmatians. The Dalmatian coast, or the dog, in fact, the breed held from Croatia, mm-hmm. so this is also one of the reasons why um, you know the, the dog was named and the, the coast is there and the, it faces the Adriatic Sea opposite uh, Italy and Greece. Um, you know it's 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 a beautiful destination which I was very very impressed by and uh, it's something that I you know not many destinations mm-hmm. are there where I think you know I really want to go back because once you've done yeah. it you think ah you know you're done. Mm-hmm. I really want to go back to this country once again. Now I went to Dubrovnik.
1: Dubrovnik Dubrovnik not Zagreb
0: no um, this is the funny thing Mm -hmm. Uh, Dubrovnik because it's on the coast it's great for summers people from all over the world especially United States come over to Dubrovnik to explore because it's where King uh, uh, Game of Thrones was filmed so King's Landing the house of the Lannisters the people know of it is in Dubrovnik. It's in it's in the south, and that UNESCO heritage site completely pedestrianised. You walk into the old town, and there's you know it's walled city. It's a medieval city. Um, now, apart from the world of Game of Thrones, um, it was always known to be a very popular cruise destination because it was a medieval town. has one of the oldest civilizations was was there the old uh, governance and the system that a country had. Uh, in fact, it was one of the first countries to recognize the formation of the United States nice. because it was the Dubrovnik Republic mm-hmm. and um, they were very clever people. And you see that you know how they use, you know they, they paid off the uh, Ottoman Empire gifted them a part of land on, along the Adriatic Sea to protect them and how the walled city works, the structure, uh, the welfare system that they had in place. So you learn a lot more about Dubrovnik. So because of its medieval vibes, a lot of people from cruise ships would be going there. But over the last 10 years, thanks to Game of Thrones and, and other movies that have been filmed, uh, it's it's gained a lot of prominence. One thing that I really, really, really admired, and this this is a shout out to uh, two friends that I made on the trip, <laughs> Yedranko Bautovic. You know, mm-hmm. he's known as what? Uh, what about Baut? His, his name, nickname is Baut. Uh, and, and the other person was um, uh, uh, was Ivan, who was one of the fixers of the uh, the Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and, and other filming. Is the love and passion for everyone who works in hospitality for their country is incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, they make sure that you fall in love with the country as well. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of it. And I think direct flights to Dubrovnik, courtesy of our regional carriers mm-hmm. here, uh, makes it a, a perfect destination to visit.
1: How many hours was it? Uh,
0: six hours. and But thanks to the dust, told me it was a 10-hour flight. because <laughs> I know, you, my, my, you were my, delayed. My yeah. flight didn't take off for four hours. I uh, know.
1: <laughs> I saw your Insta stories and yeah. all of that. Um, so while we were here suffering mm-hmm. from heat, Mm-hmm. You were there enjoying the weather, I believe.
0: I was, and uh, you know, we have now the the FIFA World Cup is it, taking place in the region, right? Mm-hmm. I've found another country to support. Mm. So, hands down, I'm going to be supporting uh, Croatia. Mm-hmm. Now, another fact for a lot of people learning a bit more about the language is Croatia. Uh, in Arabic, there's a separate pronunciation of for their name, Croatia. Croatia, yes. Mm-hmm. The local language and the actual name of the country. Starts with an H R. You might have seen there on the license plates, maybe right, on the football I team. Right, I did. Yeah, yes. especially in the films. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's called Hrvatska. Yes, that's the original mm-hmm. name of the country. And uh, it starts with an H. I like
1: H. how you got the accent down already. Uh, it rubbed I'm off on you. I'm <laughs> a
0: local. You know, when I was flying back to uh, the UAE, yeah. my wife was, you know, obviously saw me very sad. And she was like, you know, what, what's wrong? She's like, I'm Croatian. I want to go back to my country. <laughs> in three days, I've naturalized myself, naturalized myself. And I'd like to go back to, uh, to Croatia. But no, uh, the, in terms of food, uh, they love their seafood. Okay. So they have what they call black risotto. So you know how risotto is creamy yeah, and white? Right. It's purely black, this one.
1: I've had that before. I just yeah. didn't know that it was big in Croatia. Oh, massive. Okay. I think
0: because of the, the, so being so close to Greece and, 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 and Italy, mm-hmm. the, it rubs off. You know, uh, the Venetian vibes yeah. Yeah, uh, are there. But uh, uh, to be honest, uh, uh, a land that I'm really still amazed by and very impressed and, uh, and I highly recommend people to go there because from this part of the globe, everyone goes to London, Paris, mm. Munich, exactly. Berlin. Exactly. Come on, come down to Croatia, to the Balkan yeah. countries.
1: What about the activities there, by
0: the way? Or water sports? Really, uh, yeah. they're big on their water sports. They're big on their water sports. Now, once again, you mentioned Zagreb earlier. Yeah. Now Zagreb is a winter destination. It's the capital of the country. Right. It's a winter destination. It's in the north. Um, what's happened recently is now this is an interesting fact that you know I mentioned how they paid off the Ottomans with the land uh, to protect Dubrovnik. Mm-hmm. That's the effects of it are still faced today. Uh, Croatia is, is it wasn't. Initially, completely connected, they had a bit of a so. Croatians in in Split or Zagreb had to drive down to the coast, cross into Bosnia, and then cross into Croatia because there was no connections. Right, uh, this has happened because when they gifted the land to Ottomans, it passed down to uh, to Bosnia and Herzegovina, who have the authority over the Neum corridor, mm-hmm. which is the nine-kilometer strip that divides divided uh, both parts of Croatia. Recently, they constructed a a bridge worth 500 million euros called Pelisaki Bridge. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, Croatians in in Dubrovnik, instead of spending five hours to go to split, would now spend three hours, Mm -hmm. thanks to that bridge. What's in a bridge? Everything's in a bridge, connecting nice. minds, creating the future. Know. Uh, but
1: So the lifestyle there, is it heavy on the wallets or how is it, is oh, it like I'd the rest say of Europe? or how does lighter
0: it lighter on the wallet compared to other popular European destinations okay. like Santorini, Mykonos. Or, you know, yeah, you, the tourist destinations. Yeah, the yeah, tourist definitely. The, And the other fact that I loved about Croatia is uh, at the moment they use Kuna. And in January they'll become part of the Schengen zone, courtesy of that bridge. Yeah. Uh, so then they'll start using euros completely.
1: They're going to be part of the Schengen.
0: Yeah, they'll be part of Schengen. Yay. Because Thanks to that bridge, mm-hmm. and that's interesting because in Schengen the rule is the countries should not have to cross into non-EU territories. Right. It should be one connected, and that Peljesac bridge was the last connecting a crucial factor which was opened. And it was big news in, in Croatia. They loved it. They're like, oh, my God. You know, we're back and connected completely. Uh, so there's so much to learn and, and admire about the country.
1: You know, it was funny that you just mentioned yes. about the currency. So basically, their currency is called kuna, as you kuna, said. yes. So I was looking at some fun facts about um, Croatia, and it turns out that the Croatian currency is named after a rodent. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's what it's named after. So, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, so Croatian money is called the kuna, as we just said, uh, which is the word for the martin. It's a it's a furry ferret like, wow, and it's like a little animal. So that's what it's called after. And here is Abdul Karim showing it. If you guys you can yeah. see it on on YouTube, so you probably that, see it on YouTube later on. But yeah, yeah, he's, he's holding up the the currency right, right now, well, the kuna,
0: the kuna. So this 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 is the the main. Uh, uh, Transaction that <laughs> you do. Yeah, so if you're going to be planning, I know a lot of you, there you go for the videos. Uh, I know a lot of you will be convinced <laughs> to go to uh, Croatia. Yeah. Um, one thing to uh, bear in mind is before you go over, exchange your money or buy some euros before going there. Yeah. Because uh, at the in the town centre where King's Landing is or even other parts, you can exchange in the bank, yeah, maybe, but you couldn't exchange dirhams. Mm. They accepted euros, dollars, pounds uh, and other Currency of people who, who frequent that part of right. the world, but Dirhams did in You know, every exchange shop I went to saying, Hey, I have Imarati Dirhams, they're like, No,
1: do they speak English like all well, of them?
0: All of them, Perfect. all of them, very well. They speak English really well, which very is good well. uh, because thanks to more influx of international visitors, especially in Dubrovnik. Yeah, uh, uh, but other thing is, there are no tourist traps. You know, and there's no one out there begging or asking for money, which is mm-hmm. good. You know, it gives you a good impression of the city. And I asked our local guides, and they told me it's because we follow the same um, welfare system that we had in Dubrovnik Republic mm-hmm. in Yugoslavia. Yeah. Uh, and and that and and the fact is that there's only about forty thousand people in Dubrovnik, so everyone knows each other. So if you mess around. Someone's aunties or uncles will find out and then they'll tell the family <laughs> and there's a family shame. Uh, so you might have to walk these uh, steps of shame that Cersei Lannister had to uh, walk down. So uh, so that is um, uh, the, uh, a quick wrap up about, right. about Croatia or Hrvatska or Dubrovnik in particular. Right. Uh, I'd love to go back. And yeah, that's the verdict that's the verdict Zagreb is good for winter so maybe when winter comes Mm -hmm. winter is coming we can go over to Zagreb because it was
1: around around 26 degrees over there right now
0: right now 26 degrees sunny 30 very good very good weather low 30s on on days but but Ivan my local guy told me that the best time to visit is uh, October and September when there's not many tourists around Mm -hmm. and hotel for most
1: Europe I think yeah hotel
0: prices go down a little bit so it's good to go then
1: last question did you go to the city Hum or a town, you know, this this city basically or this town they have in Croatia. It's basically home to what was once the smallest town in the world in the Guinness Book of Records. So basically this town is called Hum. It it has a population of only 17 people. Wow. (laughs) So that must have been also another uh, tourist spot. If you want to well, break the record.
0: I've got to go Next back time and we gotta ex- go
1: visit hum.
0: explore more <laughs> destinations right now. All right. Well, guys, what we're going to do now is the business headlines. Thank you all for joining this discussion. You can catch this as a podcast uh, later on as well, uh, as we talk a little bit more about uh, the, the, the different parts of uh, the globe. Um, we'll play a, a little bit of a, a city trivia Just to get into this thought before we go into the headlines, um, right after Dubrovnik, I crossed over the border to another country bordering Croatia. uh, And it is one of the newest countries in Europe. It got independent or broke away from its union with Serbia. Uh, in 2006, to be a country on its own. Where in the world can you find Budva, Kotor, and Tivat? If you know the answer, text us on 4215. We'll go into the business headlines before Aisha Mazmi asks us to return back to the Dalmatian coast for good. <laughs> Let's move into the uh, business headlines, uh, courtesy of Aisha, and we shall return right after that, continuing the discussions on the morning majlis. <music> 95. 95.